great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big hello i'm tristan and th- you know what that was weird that was weird i don't know what <laughs> well you know what? are you gonna keep it you gonna yeah keep you it? know what we're just gonna keep going this is a you bright- know what i'm sean <laughs> yeah i know and uh yeah and welcome to of mice and mainstream men you know what i was thinking Honestly, I was listening to your uh, episodes with Jackie, which I enjoyed very much, by the way. Thank you very and, much. We uh, had fun. I enjoyed the way you introed that. And as I was doing that, I was like, oh, I should do that. And then messed it oh. up completely. Well, um, you can better luck next time, I always say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, but it's you're out well, of practice. And I get I it. It's been a while. I know it's been it a couple just weeks. you and me. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like your trip was wonderful. You had a lovely time. I did. We did. Uh, the co- You know, Mickey's Not So Scary was great. The Moonlight Magic was great. Our park days were great. Food was great. Weather was horrible. But, you know, four out of five ain't bad. No, not at all. Hey, and you didn't get washed out by a hurricane. And that's exciting. That was a win. That was such a win. I know. And I was watching for you, man. I was really watching. Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate you vibing to keep the, the storms away. But Absolutely. I mean, we still got rain almost every day. But oh, and sometime I'll tell the story of our of our rivers of Epcot. I mean, the night that we went to Epcot the uh-huh. first day, I mean, ankle deep water to get back to the hotel. It was oh, insane. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed your recaps a lot uh, on D23. So Yay. Well, and I think I think we're going to try to get a food and wine in here in the next month or so as well. So, okay, great. So you came up with a lovely idea for today's episode. Well, Um, thank you. Yes. So why don't you tell the lovely people listening what we're going to do today? Well, I just thought it would be fun rather than just a regular old top 10 list to use our imaginations. I was inspired by the Imagination Pavilion and Figment coming back as a meet and greet. And I said we should each come up with five attractions slash experiences and five dining experiences that we wish existed that do not. Ah, great. It's so great. So much fun. I mean, well, I, I will be really anxious to hear what you're thinking on some of these. Same. And I'll be curious to see how old timey you got with it, because there's always something that, you know, because I guess the caveat was, was this something you could bring back or is this entirely new? Oh, I guess I was going from the premise of it's it's got to be something that has not existed before. Same. I did the same. But I was curious if you throw in something you're like, well, back in 1962. Well, it's interesting. You will be very interested in one of my selections today. Oh, OK. Yeah, I'm yeah I think I think. It's a new experience, but one that touches on nostalgia. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Well, how would you like to begin then, sir? Well, I don't know. It was my idea. So why don't I defer to you and let you start us off with your number? I don't know. Do you want to do attractions first or dining first? Sure, we can do attractions first. Yeah. All right. Five attractions slash experiences that do not exist that we wish did. What is your what is your five slot look like? So my five slot looks like this. It is the Encanto Magic House. Okay. Uh, I think, and you know, who knows? Hasita. 
Basita, we call it. Yes. And who knows what they'll end up doing in Animal Kingdom with some of those announcements. But I think that'd be really cool. And it could be kind of Dark Ride-esque, I guess. But it'd be really cool to like be able to go through the house. And then like, you know, you go through this door and you go into some magical place and then you come right, out. And then the stairs become a slide or. Yeah. yeah I think. Without uh, Disney legal that. having a heart attack. Yeah, right. And I don't know if it's, you know, if it's like a you're on an Omnimover type situation or if it's a walkthrough, but it, it could be cool. And I think that experience would be really cool. And plus, they don't have a lot of Encanto stuff happening at the moment. So that would be well, cool. Watch yet. them think a few million. Yet. Well, yet. And I have a feeling the Magic House might be. I, it, it, I sure thought I saw it on the drawing they popped up there at Destination D23 for the Tropical Americas section. Yeah, that's I, I did too, but I wasn't sure because you never know. You know, I'm, I'm pretty goes. sure that's a casita. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, sh- even if it's just ends up being like a restaurant, which fits today's topic as well. Because they could certainly feature the Colombian food and such. Yeah, absolutely. So that is my that's- number five, sir. All right. Well, I am going to, since that, I'm sort of cheating with my number five, but I liked it so much and it doesn't exist. We got teased with it before the pandemic and I just, it breaks my heart that it went away from development and clearly they've put a lot of effort into it. So just slap it back on the to-do list. I really want the Mary Poppins attraction at Epcot. Sir, you and I think a lot alike because that is my next one. But you go ahead and really, yes, it is. It just, I was so thrilled. Now, I don't know because that was the momentum of Mary Poppins Returns, right? And Disney does usually, you know, I think Pocahontas Fantasmic taught him a lesson about waiting to see what the test of time tells you, <laughs> yeah, about which films are classic and which are not so much, but. <laughs> But, you know, the original is so classic and and I truly loved and we, we've talked about this on the show before, but I truly loved the, the Mary Poppins returns and the idea that we were going to get an actual attraction, you know, that where we would go in through the doors of number 17 Cherry Tree Lane. And I mean, all of those just the outside rendering looked so cool I go, please, please, you've spent all that money developing this idea. Just make it happen someday, please. I know. And maybe when they they come out with Mary Poppins 3. Right. We can figure that out. But The yeah. merriest Poppins. The merriest of Poppinist. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. And that 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 is exactly what I had next. Uh, I, okay. Well, I would love to fly. You know, I'd love to almost you know you grab hold of the umbrella and and you're and off you go and then you go through the animation and ah are you kidding like let's go all the way through it that's all i'll cry the whole way that would be so cool only disney could pop you through a chalk painting these days and i bet they would i bet they would figure that out heck yes they would especially if you're gonna pay top dollar yes and don't we all pay top (laughs) don't we pay top dollar these days but I mean, if I and and Enchanted Tales with Belle had reopened finally after the pandemic and we went and did it. And I still man, that effect. I know from the cottage to the castle. I go, if you can do that, Disney, you can pop me into a chalk painting and I will be stunned and amazed. So even though this was not a celebration of our own imaginations, 
I, I think we have eloquently spoken to the facts that we want to see the Mary Poppins attraction happen. That's right. So, Mr. Iger, we know you listen. Uh, yeah, every like, every week, I'm sure. Oh, he he messages us usually if it's not right away at six a.m. You know, he's very oh oh well, um, good. Yeah, so we know he's listening. All right, so that was so that was your number four, huh? Yes, it was. All right, so my number four. I'm going to put my nostalgic entry here at number four because I really feel like maybe my other three are are a little cooler. And I know this is just me being wistful, but I'm calling this the DTM, the Disney Time Machine, Ooh. and it would go into Tomorrowland. Okay, and it would be virtual reality experiences that you could go in and choose. But it's like you could go in and watch wishes on main street uh, for your yeah. session, or you could go in and you could, you know, experience opening day at Disneyland. Stop. You know, you could, well, I'm telling you, I'm uh, telling you are on to something here. You I, need to give up this acting thing. Engineering that you are ready to go. Dear Mr. Iger, when next you listen, please consider promoting me to the position of a chief imagineer, please. Yes. Sweet. All right. So, that well, maybe crazy. I should have saved that one, but I figure it's so nostalgic. But you could, you could put, you know, you could archive old attractions so that if somebody wanted to experience the original Country Bear Jamboree, for, for instance, they could just go in and, you know, I mean, you wouldn't get to stay there all day. You get to choose one experience that would be like five to 10 minutes. Sure. But with a V with a virtual reality headset, I, that would I be think we're getting there. I want the DTM in Tomorrowland next time they redo Tomorrowland. Well, if they don't announce it next year's expo or excuse me, experience, what are they calling it now? It's not expo anymore. It's called. Something. It's I don't know. It's expolicious now because it's more, <laughs> more and more, but more, more, yes. more. And yeah. So, wow. That's so the DTM is coming in at my number four slot. Wow. That's good. Okay. So my number three, way less uh, high tech, but it's the Herbie love bug adventure. So, oh. I would so, love that. Yeah, you hop in a Herbie, you know, like a, a Herbie Love Bug. Yes. And you go yeah. on an adventure where you go up one of the, you know, you go up a wall, you go up a bridge, whatever. Right, the you could, you'd drive on, up on the Golden Gate Bridge yes. like Herbie right. did. Yes. Right. So I think you could string a few of the scenes in various movies together for like an, an epic adventure with Herbie the Love Bug. With, and, you know, with like. Cloris Leachman and Herbie Goes Bananas. There could be yeah. a Cloris Leachman audio animatronic. There could right. be a Helen Hayes, a Dean, Dean Jones. Jones. Why yeah. not? Why I would, not? I would ride that. Suck it, Mario Kart. I want Herbie the Love Bug. And I would want to keep it old school too. You know what I mean? And have like, you have to have do some screens, but like, you know, like you said, have the animatronics of some of those like classic characters. But I would love to see a Herbie the Love Bug adventure. Now I understand that's a little old school and anybody under the Yeah, age- it's like it's like you've it's like you've brought the carousel of progress idea kicking and screaming into the 70s or something. Right. So um, that's my number three is the Herbie the Love Bug adventure. I would love to do that. All right. So my number three, and I don't know, I mean I guess, sadly, I'm leaning a little more towards projections and stuff here, but I don't think it has to be. And maybe not especially for this one, or maybe it can be a combination. I want a cave of wonders. Oh, I want 
I want, you know, something that, you know, you meet magic carpet and you get to step onto magic carpet or fasten your seatbelt, according to Disney legal on magic carpet. And you fly like into the cave of wonders, but then you also like experience, you know, Jafar in there and it could chase you, you know, I mean, some of that whole temple collapsing kind of stuff as you like race to get out. And then the finale could be some sort of, you know, like whole new world kind of flying around to, you know, on the, on the magic carpet. So I would like, oh, and interestingly enough, and I don't know if you remember that I, I, it must've been way, way before your Disney world time. There was a time way back in the old days of Epcot when there was a communicore and an interventions, Uh but they, they actually had virtual reality headsets so that you could try a magic carpet like experience. Oh, wow. Because it was not long after Aladdin and clearly that never became a big thing, but it was on their radar for a while. So that's cool. So, yeah. So my number three is the Cave of Wonders. That is a lovely choice as well. Well, thank Uh, you. Yes, of course. So my number two, uh, no shocker here. I want to do an Ebbett Ebbett Otter's Jug Band Christmas ride through kind of like Kind of like a Winnie the Pooh type situation where okay. you, you all of the Emmett Otter characters are like uh, animatronics, of course. And you, you realize you now have a Christmas attraction all year long. I, I see no problems. I, I know you don't. And I'm not <laughs> trying to just throw cold water on your creative and wonderful idea. Yes, but you know, I, Tristan. I understand. But, you know, Christmas is full of joy. And, and if you put it in the Magic Kingdom, that's also full of joy. And I think you could do that entire movie in like a 10 minute ride through and it would just be the most charming thing you ever saw. Well, And then they could do layovers. It could be like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Valentine's Day. Heck yeah. Halloween. Yes. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Fourth of July. You know what? I I think we're onto something. But I think that Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas would just be such an, a charming little attraction. It would be charming. Oh, what do you think gosh. that, what would the, what would your conveyance be? I think it would be like the little boat that sails like down. Like a rowboat. Yeah. Yeah. That sails down the river and like that, the, you know, the front of is it that bull, that bullfrog, you know, that, yeah. Like, uh, I, I think we're onto something. I think it's a, yeah, it's a dark, it's a dark boat ride down okay. the river in the, yeah. <laughs> With Emmett. And then at the end, can they do the outtakes where they just roll a drum past a puppet who's nailed to the floor? Yes. As you get off the ride, you would see those little outtake moments too. I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. I love it. I don't know if there's really a lot of fans of Emmett Otter to warrant millions of dollars going into an attraction, but... I, I hate would... to break the news to you, but I do not think there is. You know what? We would be on But, but we can dream. You can dream, Tristan. That's the beauty of Disney. I know. They, they let you dream before they squash your hopes with the fact that that's not a million dollar idea. Uh, I tell you, it's, it's a, a it's sweet a idea. idea. And, and I, I promise I will write it if they build it. Thank you. Thank you for writing Welcome. my attraction. So okay. What's number two then? All right. Now I do, I do consider franchise marketability. In some of these, because sure. ju- but and I was I was thinking, all right, what classic, what classic is there in the canon 
that would have an experience that you sort of get from the film, but that would be great to put you into. And okay, this clearly will be for the villains land that we hope they're going to put back behind uh, Big Thunder Mountain uh-huh. is my hope. But what would you think of, I'm calling it Ride with the Devil, but it oh. would be an attraction riding in Cruella's car. That's, yes. You, clearly, it's, you are. It's like Mr. T- Mr. Toad with a scary twist and, and modern technology. Because I go, okay, you get into the car you know, the, the the top comes down. You're really in her car, per se. And I go, there are parts of it that could definitely be three-dimensional. There are sections, I'm sure, that they could route you in front of a screen. and Because I'm thinking you could even, like, the car could roll. Or the car could, like, jump off the bridge and land on the road beneath it. And okay. I, I think there would be some really cool stuff. And you would have Dalmatians, like, run across the street ever so often. We wouldn't catch the Dalmatians. That would be bad. Of course not. But I I think like driving maniacally through the streets of London after the Dalmatians, I think that would be cool. And I do like my attraction name, Ride with the Deville. Oh, yes. I was going to say Driving Miss Deville. But yes. Ooh. Well, that's nice and and kind of genteel and theatrical. (laughs) Yeah. but yeah, that's a great idea. Wow, you you all right? Really, uh, this is really your thing. Just it just hit me. I was like, what would be kind of thrilling and taken from a a classic a tra- or a classic cartoon animation animated feature? So and all right, that, so th- you know that that film was pretty popular too. So like you know exactly, and well, and Cruella is certainly in the top echelons of villain. Oh, dumb. yes, I agree. So. I think I think it has potential, Mister Iger. Give me a call. I'll I'll give you some more concrete ideas. So, so we're down to my one here. So my one is something that I know kind of exists, but not here in the states. Is a Beauty and the Beast dark ride. I know that does exist, but right. mine specifically, and I've never watched a ride through of that one because I just don't want to. I've seen bits and pieces, and it looks amazing. But yeah, uh, what I wanted to do is I I want to. Sab and I were watching Beauty and the Beast the other night, and this this idea hit me. But uh, yes, we are grown adults. We did watch Beauty and the Beast. Um, that's what grown adults do. And our daughter was not well, here. Don't think I that's don't. what grown adults do. Can so, so I think it'd be really fun is to get into like uh, a a silverware or plate or bowl or whatever. They could be various different ones, and you do all of be our guest. But as one of the utensils in the number from that viewpoint, yes, yeah, I think that'd be interesting. I think that'd be really kind of cool. I think I would want to be a cork. Yes, right, yeah, like, and I don't know how you would do something like that, but like, I think that would be so fun. That's their problem. They need to figure that out. We're We're just just giving them the golden idea. Right, we're just the creative director behind it. But something like that, I would love to see, and I. I hear that Beauty and the Beast attraction is uh, amazing. Um, but my idea is that you're in the number and they do all of Be Our Guest and you're just in in it. 
and immersed in it and then that oh that'd be that'd be so cool i think but it would be very cool very yeah. cool indeed sir so that's 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 my I'm, number one i'm on board all right here's yeah. my number one and it wasn't originally originally i had my dtm my disney time machine at number one but i decided that was a little too nostalgic this this is interesting in my book because it goes in the magic kingdom it's not it's not based on any inter- on any intellectual property. It's not a franchise, but it would extend an idea. I'm calling it I'm calling it the Rivers of America. But what I am but what I'm envisioning is it would sort of be an attraction mainly screen projected, but with you like in a boat, it okay. would be like Soren or or oh, flight of passage sure. but from a boat standpoint because i feel like you could you could start it like on the disney rivers of america you would like uh-huh. that would be where you start and then you like find some secret river it would be like at disneyland and you'd find some secret river that would take you like to like right under the golden gate bridge but then you would sure. like you know, migrate across the country on rivers and go down the Mississippi and, you know, even float through the bayous in Florida and, and like end up going over the falls at Niagara Falls. Yes. Love this. Idea. I, I think I think that something Rivers of America with with kind of a. a yeah, that sort of simulated thrill you know, bouncing on, it's like white water rafting, but you don't have to worry that you're going to drown. Yeah. I love that idea. See, you were really a master at this. You know, I don't know. I don't, these came to me today as I sat here going, what am I going to say? This was my idea. Now what do I do? <laughs> um, yeah. Those are all great options. Good. All good, right. Good pitches. I'd write all those. Absolutely. Yeah. I would write all of our all of our pitches, sure, but after pitch. after all of that writing, I bet we're going to be hungry. We sure are. And, and I, where where yeah. are we going to eat? There are so many cool places at Disney to eat. But what if there were five more? Well, what if there were ten more? What if? Although I guarantee you, you and I have one on our list that is the same. Oh, a hundred percent. And if we don't, I'll be shocked. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be so. Shocked. So I'll start. I'll okay. start since you went first last time. I'm going to start my number. Four, well, I have a couple of honorable mentions because they actually kind of exist elsewhere. Okay. I just wish we had more, more. Uh, I wish we had more access to them. And the honorable mentions that I have are uh, they need a dim sum restaurant like in the China, Japan areas of Epcot that, as I said, from the from the destination D23, they do little character bow buns that are so cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I wish they would bring those to Epcot. And I also wish we would get a cocoa restaurant because, because Paris just got a cocoa restaurant. Yeah. I saw that. And I think, you know, night of the, or the, the, you know, the land of the dead would be such a cool setting and you could like fly stuff through the air ever so often. And, Anyway, those were my two honorable mentions. But my number five, and here's the thing. I don't even really like Greek food, but I'm putting a Hercules experience at number five. Okay. Because I like Spanakopita, and I like wine, 
And I think you could set it kind of Mount Olympus. I think you could have the muses perform ever so often. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like have a stage in the center that rises up, you know, every half hour and they do like a 10 minute set or something. Um, but I think I think a Hercules Mount Olympus dining experience would be kind of cool. I love that idea. That's a great idea. So that's my number five. What's okay. your five? So my number five is a Neverland treehouse like cat like restaurant. But but let me let me paint the picture for you. Okay. Yeah. So you have in the center of this giant warehouse where they're gonna build this, you have Captain Hook's pirate ship. Okay. And then all around it, you have like various treehouse type dining experiences you know you can sit on the the ground level if you know you're not willing to spend the extra money but there are like you know in treehouse uh, they're like kind of you know, like the groundlings in shakespeare's time right right yeah right have the money book a tree right exactly but ever so often see there'll be a live stage show in the middle where hook and pirate duel you know, and, and, and captain hook duel it out right oh that's cool and there's like, you know, the crocodiles down there. And like, I think it'd be really cool. And it's so it's like a theater in the round, but also a dining experience type situation. And uh, I think that would be so, so cool to have a Peter Pan themed. Yeah, I will stuff. say that's one that crossed my mind, too. I didn't have yeah. it fleshed out in this manner the way you do. But, but I really like it. Yeah, I think that'd be so neat. You could do so many cool things with that. Yeah, totally. All right, so we're we're ready for my number four, correct? Yes, we are. All right, I'm at number four. I'm putting in a Sherwood Forest, Ooh. which again is going to be built inside like a big where, so it can be like nighttime or at least be really like cool with air conditioning when you go in. Yeah, uh, but you know, like over in the UK at Epcot, but it would sort of be a little medieval knights-ish. I mean, it would, you could have, you know, some jousting or, you know, as is the modern practice, have people throw axes because that's got to be safe at Disney, right? Just axe throwing. Of course. Or, you know, I, I just, I, I, but it would give you a chance to eat a turkey leg indoors. And I just think kind of a cool, like Sherwood foresty. Because Robin Hood's popular again now. It's like the kids have found it. They were like, oh, because that was honestly, I think that was the first new Disney film I saw in a, in, in the theaters when okay. I was a kid. Um, and the first thing that was in the, the Emporium windows when I went to my first Disney World trip, it was it was Robin Hood was in the windows. Oh, wow. Because uh, okay. it was the new release. Um, but the kids are finding it again. And what the, that song, the love song was one of a Super Bowl ad this year. And now they're playing it on my Sirius XM Disney channel all, station all the time. <laughs> so, so I think, I think we could afford to do, you know, and they could serve stew. It could serve some of the yummy fish and chips. Um, but I'm going with a Sherwood forest kind of dining establishment. I dig it. I dig it. I'd go there for sure. Um, so my number four is actually what I'm calling the Big Thunder Mountain Chuck Wagon Grill. Ooh. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, train themed, mountain themed, that kind of thing. Um, 
but I would build it so that it would be like right. And I don't know how you do this, but it like right off a of big thunder so that like the people inside eating could see the ride. But yeah, the, the views would all be of big thunder. That would be very cool. But like from the rider's perspective, it just looks like mountain, you know, you'd have to do some kind of like, you know, one way mirror type situation or something. But uh, yeah. but like that would I'd be kind of cool, but it would serve like all that old timey food. I kind of like what I'm I'm sure uh, Liberty Tree Tavern is, but like, you know, well, bigger stews and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, or or because you there's you can't really get any decent barbecue in the Magic Kingdom. Right. Yeah. Something uh, like but, that. You yeah. know, some barbecue or some. Yeah. I yeah, I, th- I think this has potential. I could see them going for this idea. Oh, Big Thunder Mountain Chuck Wagon Grill is my number four. Copyright. All right. I get the copyright. Yeah. Ooh, and you could have like some really cool bourbon cocktails. And... Right. See, there's yeah. endless possibilities. Savannah says, ooh, from across the room. <laughs> ooh, see, she likes it. <laughs> um, All right. So Big she would reserve and eat there. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. I, I'm waffling between my two and my three. Um, because I don't I, I, okay. I'm gonna flip my order here just for the heck of it. And I don't know, maybe this is on yours somewhere, but considering how amazing the food at Boma is, I think there needs to be maybe at the studios, maybe I, maybe at Epcot over in that corner, but I think there needs to be a Wakanda dining experience. Ooh, yeah. That celebrates the flavors of Africa and, you know, and Black Panther makes the rounds at the tables or you get your picture with Black Panther as you come in, like you do with Beast at Be Our Guest. But Ooh. they would have to serve those little zebra dome dessert thingies that yeah. are so infinitely popular. But I think to celebrate, you know, and and the way because Boma and Jico are really great experiences. It's just so hard to get over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think a lot of people miss them. And I th- I think, you know, having some African cuisine available and like South African wines and um and South African beers and stuff or African beers. They don't have to be from South Africa, but um. So my number my number three is going to be Wakanda. I love that. That's a great idea. Um, my number three, I'm taking it back to a classic, and you're going to make fun of me. I guarantee it. Oh it, no! Oh I no! <laughs> I'm trying to be better. <laughs> is the Carousel of Progress Christmas Cafe? Now, Aww. It is where Christmas. they just serve burnt turkey. Yeah, it is Christmas all year long. But what decade? Cafe. What decade is Christmas? Well, see, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I think I'm going to put it in the 60s, though. But so, and and in the restaurant itself, you see that scene, and it's just there. But uh, I, you know, you kind of it's like down home cooking meal. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's like what you'd have on like Christmas or Thanksgiving in the yeah. restaurant all year long, and they pump in that those good smells of Christmas and. You know, great big beautiful tomorrow plays every now and then. You can put that right next to Emmett Otters. Honestly, I mean, yeah, just you just can straddle the Tomorrowland Fantasyland border with with a little happiness. You know, with, Aww, the, with the that's nice. Progress Christmas Cafe. Well, and did I tell you I did not see them because I was being I was not eagle eyed enough. But that that's just my computer telling me I have Facebook stuff. 
um, for dear listeners at home because we're on the Zoom. But uh, but at the Halloween party at Mickey's Not So Scary, there were actually a mom and dad from the Carousel of Progress. Oh, love that. And Jackie said the costumes were really good. So. Oh, I love that. So next time you go, you and Savannah should maybe consider going as mom and dad. That's a great idea. I love that. But yeah, that's my number three is Carousel of Progress Christmas Cafe. Oh, that's very nice. Um, All right. Well, let's see here. Oh, so my so my number two then is uh, and I don't know why I'm putting so much of what was that? Um, I don't. Uh, yeah. Are you there? Can you hear yeah, me now? Yeah. Okay. Did, you, did something happen? Yeah. I just thought I heard like, you know, aliens speaking. <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't hear it on my end, but that's exciting. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I, I don't know why I'm sticking so much over in the UK. And again, I think this is probably viable. I would introduce a tea room that would serve you know, like English tea, but, you know, savory and sweet, but Uh it would have different rooms and slightly different menus. And you would have like an Alice in Wonderland room where you could have Alice in Wonderland tea and and tea party, or you could have a Winnie the Pooh, or you could have a Mary Poppins. But, you know, and that's something that I think some of the, because they still have not brought back the princess tea at, Grand Cal or at Grand Floridian, and I have clients asking all the time about it. So I go put it over in the UK. Give people give people a tea room where they can choose a classic British story and and enjoy their tea and and themed sweets and sandwiches. So oh, I love that. That's a great idea too. See, that's so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Spotto right. tea, maybe we'll call it a Ooh, Disney Spotto tea. I love that. Uh, so my number two is actually over in Epcot as well, and it's Remy's Soup Kitchen. Now, hear me out. This uh, is <laughs> okay. Soup buffet. Ooh, twenty different soups on the menu at any given time. Served wow! I think we're on to something. I think that's really what, you know, I told you I had I had soup in the Magic Kingdom. Savannah's making fun of me already. Uh, I had soup in Magic Kingdom, and I have not had a lot of soup at, at Disney World because I think there's just maybe a lack of it. But I really think this could up the soup game in the Disney World canon by adding Remy's Soup Kitchen. And also, I, you know, such a charming little rat. So, you know what? Why not? He is. Which is sometimes what people say about you, Tristan. I know. I am aware of that. You are a charming little rat. I am a charming little rat. <laughs> <laughs> so, really, no, I think my number two. I think that's great because it sounds far less like you're feeding. Like, it, it, yes, now that you've explained it, it doesn't sound like, you know, rats without a home are just being fed there. Um, I see now. In retrospect, how I made that the soup kitchen might not have been the best choice, but a soupçon of soup is what we could. Oh, yes. There we go. A soupçon, except except it's unlimited. So soupçon is not really a good good term. But 
Buffet. I think the buffet, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to, we're. you know what? It's a working title. Well, and as long as you had some chilled soup, some gazpacho, oh, some, some like okay. chilled, like yeah. cucumber soups for the summer. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. For so, the, to fill that lacking soup niche at Disney. Yes. I love a good soup buffet. I've never been to a soup buffet. I don't even know if they exist, but they will now. That's beautiful. <laughs> All right. So we've made it to our number one. I, I'm sure it is the same thing. Yes. I'm is sure it not? I'm, I I can't imagine that it wouldn't be. Yeah, no. We have to have a Haunted Mansion dining experience. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. We, we I was I was so optimistic that when you had said, oh, yeah, because when you look at the previews for the new for the new treasure, it's like, oh, there's like hitchhiking ghosts waving from the portal. And is it going to have a Haunted Mansion experience? And the answer is no. We get a skipper bar. We get a Jungle Cruise bar and a Nautilus bar. But we are still clearly waiting for a Haunted Mansion themed dining experience. So what would that be for you? Well, I think... So here's okay. So here's 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 what I I'm I'm assuming that it, yours takes place in the ballroom itself, right? I assume. Yeah, it would. Uh, that would be cool. I mean, so but we all know what that ballroom looks like, and we all ride through the yeah. ballroom. But we don't see any guests eating their dinner down there. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's adjacent. Maybe where everyone is eating is actually under where where we ride as guests. Okay, okay. So so we so we see the ballroom off to the side. I don't know. Yeah, I. So here's my other other aspect of it. I'm sure you've thought about this too, but having the wait staff be characters from the attraction, like you can, like one day, oh, you have one half the Doolin Ghost as your. Uh, is your wait staff today? You know things like that. I really think there's something to that. I think I think it's more important that those be like atmosphere characters. Or that I think it would be. I think it would be cool to have like the 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 duelers roaming and even the chandelier party guy, which is kind of why I think maybe these need to be other rooms in the mansion other than the ballroom that we're I... used to. Sure. I see what you're saying. Maybe it's a back corner of the cemetery that it's kind of behind okay. what we see today. But so you're dining more or less out. So it would kind of be, ooh, I really like this. Please buy please can buy buy our services as a consultant. Because <laughs> it would be it would be kind of like the blue bayou. I mean, you'd be outdoors in the graveyard at night. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and you know, there's so much creativity in terms of what you could do for for food. Um, I just yeah, I really, really Disney. That's the next big thing. You're doing a pirate tavern, and I applaud you. You should. Let's go. But the next thing that the next thing that we need is a haunted mansion dining experience. Yeah. You know, I think that we have done our part for society in giving Disney so many good ideas uh, on this podcast that they should hire us. Just go ahead. I do, too. I do, too. At least at least. I don't know. Yeah. Just bring us on as consultants. Fly us out for brainstorming sessions, you know, once every couple of months. Yeah. I really think we've accomplished the good work here today. I really do. 
I, and, I hope so. And I, I hope if listeners have other ideas, you know, put them in the comments and. Yes. And also while you're listening to this, and if you're not following us on social media already, uh, man, find us of mice and main street men on social media, Facebook and Instagram, go ahead and give that like, there are so many more of you listening that are following us and that's okay. I have. I had a friend when I shared the recent post, she she actually said, I have not said this, but she's like, I think this is the perfect name for a podcast. And I was like, well, thank you. Oh, that's very, we're very, nice. we're very proud of our literary reference and our perfect fit into our worlds of Main Street and Midwestern men. So oh, absolutely. Um, well, my friend, it is always a pleasure to talk Disney with you, especially this, it was, a is. Lot of fun. this was a lot of fun trying to come up yeah. with I we got the band back together. Not we that did. I don't like co-hosting with my wife sometimes, as you do, as you do yeah. as well. But but yay. Yeah, this was fun. This was fun. And thank you all for listening. You're all gems. And if you want to find out more information about us, you can follow us on Instagram. Like I said, of Mice and Main Street Men. There are links to both me and Sean's Instagrams from there. And you can find out all about what I have going on and, and what Sean can offer you as a travel designer. Um, he'll do some great work for you. And, um, and Sean, give us, give us how to, how to find you real quick. What, what's your agency's name? Uh, Briar and Main Travel Boutique. Sounds is. a little bougie, but we, we like, we like the finer things, but we also understand working on a budget. So Briar and Main Travel Boutique is the website, or you can find me on Facebook, Sean, S-E-A-N at Briar and Main. Um, you know, and over on Instagram, I am hurry back to Sean in honor of the Haunted Mansion. So you are. So, yeah, go go follow us. And uh, and we would love to interact with you soon. Like I said, sir, it's always a pleasure. Yes, I look forward to doing it again. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you real, real soon. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing.